Wait for it. There's no need to wait, geeks. We are back. This is Saturdays with Sam and Bucky, the unofficial Falcon Winter Soldier after show brought to you by your friends at Active Geek Productions. I am Jim, joined as always by Chuck. And Chuck, this is the finale of Saturdays with Sam and Bucky, the finale of the Falcon and Winter Soldier. And if I dare to make a little bit of a change, Captain America and the Winter Soldier, because that's what we're getting. This was the finale. Again, an episode called One World, One People, the culmination of the last four and a half, five hours that we've watched, that we've broken down, that we've talked about, has happened. What happened with the Flag Smashers? We're going to talk about. What happened with Zemo? We found out. What happens with Sharon? Um, Dare I say, we called it. It It feels good at the end of a series to get something right. And maybe it's just because they made that... Oh, spoiler alert to follow. They made... Sharon, the power broker, as obvious as Sam becoming Captain America. Yeah. I mean, we talked about that on the, I think it was what, episode two or three when, you know, she first came on the, sh- the scene from Magipur and at the very end, she had a car waiting and we were like, yeah, she's a power broker. Well, that um, was episode number three. You know what the episode of number three was called? Power broker. So, you know, they're not subtle at this, but uh, it was still a, a great reveal. I know there are some people out there that hate the reveal, but I know because it's only because they had bigger expectations for the power broker. But I, I'm here for it, man. This was a, uh, from start to finish, this was a great episode. Um, we're going to give our review, but I want to talk about a review that I saw just earlier this morning from a huge outlet, huge media outlet, that gave this episode a 5 out of 10. And I was reading it, and I was like, maybe I watched the wrong show. Maybe I I just – I'm not picking up what they're putting down. They said that this was a a convoluted ending, that it left too many loose ends, that it it played with character story. And although it did leave a lot of loose ends, Mm -hmm. this show is getting multiple seasons. It's already been talked about. It's already been said that this and Loki are more than likely getting multiple seasons. Hell, at the end, I don't know if you caught this – when it usually says Falcon and Winter Soldier, it changed to Captain America and the Winter Soldier, meaning that this is going to go further. And hours after the premiere, they said that they're making a Captain America 4 movie with Anthony Mackie and Chris Evans set to return. So there's a lot going on here. And whether this turns into a TV series and it's Winter Soldier and U.S. Agent, or this is 100% a Captain America series, I still don't think that this warrants a 5 it wasn't my favorite episode. I loved every episode of the season. I I did feel that the ending was a little rushed. Like, you know, the whole... The end of the Flag Smashers was like 25 minutes. And then the rest of the 25 minutes was tying everything up. Which I'm fine with. I'm not mad at. But I did feel the the... You know, the whole fight in... What was it? Downtown Manhattan and... You know, uh, with the Flag Smashers, I feel that was a little rushed. Okay. But- no, see, I, I don't. I think that they they picked right up where they had to. And if you drag that off knowing that you only have six you only have six episodes in a series and you're like, well, we can leave this on a cliffhanger, I think that that could have been bad. Yeah. I think that they just needed to – they need to show you that Carly wasn't just the big villain. You know what I mean? 
Sharon's a villain. Oh, no, Sharon, she's what, I mean, I'm not calling her this, but she's, like, going to be the new Hydra. Oh, I don't know if she's going to be the new Hydra. I think Val's the new Hydra. I I don't think, like, Hydra itself, but, like, I'm No, but no, I, th- I think that's Val. I know where you're going. The next organization, I think that's Val, and that's going to be, what, Leviathan? I think Val is, you know, Val's got ties to everything, and I know we're not supposed to call her that, but I'm not going to say 85 names for no. one woman. Her name's Val. Val, yeah, don't call her that. But this this episode, for me, again, it gets better every episode that mm-hmm. they do, and the storytelling gets better. Sam got his suit. He We finally see oh, the super yeah. suit, and it is flawless from the neck sock all the way down to the wings and to the feet. It was identical to the comics. It's one of the most comic-accurate suits that I've seen in quite some time. Yeah. Uh, when I saw it, I was like – because I think it was leaked, but I didn't really look at it because I didn't want to. Um, I think I like saw it real – like it popped up and I like scrolled down like, no, I don't want to see it. Um, but to get a better look, like I was saying this to my wife, I was like, that is perfect. It is a perfect rendition of – from uh, page to screen and – you know, with the big reveal when he smashed through the window and he's kind of sitting there with, you know, the uh, the light shining on him. I was like, this is perfect. Dude, when that happened, I was I was watching it at um, on my phone and I was like, I let out a sigh. I was like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Like, that was amazing. Like, it was such a great reveal. Just like even the entrance, like it was very superhero entrance. And I thought that that was great. Um, I loved the fact that the stories are left open because it gives you yes. more more possibilities for the MCU. You know, what's going to happen with Bucky now that he's he's righted all his wrongs, he's made peace with Yuri, which was a heartbreaking scene. It was I know we didn't see a lot of it, but just him saying that and like the tears coming out, I was like, "Oh my god, you're going to make me cry." I like that. I like that we have US Agent and Val doing their thing now. They're conspiring behind and it's got like what we're seeing is I think we're going to see the birth of villainy with Val and Emily Van Camp, Sharon, Sharon Carter. But I also see the redemption for one U.S. agent. Yeah. And I was kind of like – not that I was mad at, but like when he was fighting alongside Bucky and, you know, you know he was essentially – like, cause they kind of made him look like he was going to be the bad guy, and then this episode he was like, "No, I'm a, a good guy," and I'm like, "Did they just kind of forget that he tried to kill Sam? Like, he was going to kill Sam, and yeah. he was going to kill Sam because he kind of felt like that was it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that was he was his best friend died. So he Sam was kind of comforting the enemy, and we see that still at the end of this episode when. Sharon's shot, like yeah. bleeding on the ground, and he goes to and, Carly, and he grabs Carly. So like he was very sympathetic to the quote unquote villain. But when you're when your agent when your um, U.S. agent, you're looking at it and you're like, why am I trying to work with this guy if he's only going to go against these terrorists? Quote unquote. When that happens. There's like a oh shit moment, right? So he yeah. sees that Sam and Bucky are fighting the Flag Smashers. And when Carly pushes that armored car off the building, 
that's his moment. Like, it's either put up or shut up. Am I a hero? And I think that's why he put the the Medal of Honor on the opposite side of his shield because he was going to remind him, like, stay true to who you are. Mm-hmm. Don't let the serum turn you into a killer. And I yeah. could be totally wrong. Like, I agree with you. I thought we were going to get Super Patriot. Last episode, I was like, shit, we're going to get Super Patriot. But we got U.S. Agent in, again, another badass comic-accurate suit, oh. which I, I was happy for. But the re- the redemption of John, I liked. I, uh, yeah. But, you know, it, is it redemption? You know, just for this moment, maybe. He could go out and be full, you know, assassin for hire u.s deathstroke whatever you want to do but at this moment i thought the redemption for uh u.s agent was great yeah i mean in you know towards the end like it seemed like his mind like he's he's not a villain like he wants to do good because he was like i'm back i'm back like it wasn't you know he and he was like a little kid with the the suit and it you know essentially looked like the captain america suit just black and red you know and like you said it was a perfect uh page to screen u.s agent and but i i really like that i like val and i agree like she's definitely up to something and then because she even said when um i'll f- fast forward a little bit when she said zemo and she goes i had nothing to do with it maybe i did yeah i don't think she did i think that's just her being snarky but then, like I then I look at it. Let's go to that part, which was great. And you know, the flag smasher, flag smashers dying, it had to happen. You couldn't yeah. leave those as a loose thread because there's so many other, you know, threats out there. And Anthony Mackie even said in his amazing speech, yeah. he said, "You don't want to see 2.0." And that I think that's an Easter egg that 2.0 is going to show up eventually. But when when Alfred blows up. Yeah, Sokovian Alfred. That's yeah, what I when was he calling. when he blows up the the flag smashers after you you kind of think that the flag smashers are going to get their comeuppance when the guards like one people one world you're like oh okay now they're going to get out and I was like yeah this is going to be great but then boom blew up again you know and you you look at him he's got a walkie talkie right you see that in his no. car he's holding on to a, a handheld radio. No, I I think that was the detonator. But it also had like it had the big antenna too big to be a detonator. I took it as it was a a walkie-talkie. And maybe I'm wrong, but if what whether he's got the walkie-talkie or not, like how is he coordinating these like how Zemo coordinating these attacks from the raft with Alfred? Is Alfred like is he did he download the the Flag Smasher app like Bucky did and just followed him and then just blew him up? I don't know, but I still think that that was Zemo. No, I I think it was Zemo too. But again, I agree. Like, I think Sokovian Alfred had help. Like, yeah, and it might be Val. I don't know, but um, I definitely think like he's not a he's not he's not doing that on his own. No, 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 not at all. He's a hired gun for sure. And Val being ambiguous or ambiguous and being kind of like. Well, you know, did I, did I, or did I? Maybe, no, but maybe, and yeah, like when she's doing that, like they left that open for for nutcases like you and I to sit here <laughs> and talk about a line in passing, like who blew up the flag smashers, who probably will never come back again. Like you know, we're yeah. never going to hear the flag smashers. The one thing I will say um, is the Sharon aspect. We 
when she's like, I'm disappointed, like that whole scene, like I know that it was needed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it was one of those things that I'm like, just rush it along. Like we know, we know you're the power broker. Carly could have just said, oh, the power broker's here. And then Batrock comes in and he's like, you know, you're going to pay me 4000 more. And then he gets killed and he's gone forever. And it rushes to the end where, you know, Sharon's getting that full pardon. So I want to hit you with a question. And here's okay. the thought. Sharon's a scroll. This is the mm. beginning of Secret Invasion. I, I don't think so, but it would be cool. We got to remember there are scrolls pretending to be heroes and characters of the MCU that we already have seen. So if this version of Sharon is a scroll, further down the line we may find out what happened to the real Sharon. Yeah, I would. So, it, it, I I think that they're peppering in scrolls because we saw it in Captain Marvel or not Captain Marvel, uh, WandaVision. They, we didn't see it in this, but Secret Invasion is that big TV event that they're going to have. So I think they have to do their, their groundwork and start peppering some scrolls. And Sharon obviously, honestly makes the, the biggest sense to me, being a, makes the most sense to me as being a scroll. But the, the last thing I'll say before we kind of go to our favorite parts is um, Anthony Mackie in this series, like I knew he was a great actor, but he upped his acting game and so did Sebastian Stan in this series that he is he was amazing that speech that he gave in front of the senator in front of the media it was very captain america it was very steve rogers it was yeah everything that that shield represents and just with sam making it more about his life and his struggles to kind of relate it to everything else. I thought that that was perfect. Whoever wrote that speech in the writer's room did a phenomenal job. It was powerful. It was it was amazing. Um, but the one thing I, I will say is I was really hoping that we were going to get a, a Thunderbolts reveal yeah. when we saw our boy Zemo read in like, War and Peace. I was like, oh, maybe we're going to get Thunderbolts. But I also kind of think that Sharon's going to form the Thunderbolts. That'd be pretty cool. And she's going to break out the people on the raft and then, you know, maybe she recruits Thaddeus Ross or Thaddeus Ross, you know, partners with her. But I think that that's going to happen. Thunderbolts will come out of this. Yeah, that would be – I was hoping when they sh- first showed the raft, I was kind of hoping they would, like, go down the aisle or, like, yeah. the corridor and show, like, Adrian Toomes and Matt Gergen and stuff like that. But Like they did in, like, Batman is Dying yeah. or where Dying is Easy. Yeah, where they're going down, and you see the cells. I were kind of like they did with um, Civil War. Yeah, you, know, you saw Falcon, mm-hmm. Hawkeye, and those. I think that that would have been would have been great too. Um, but maybe they didn't have anybody in custody because the Sinister Six could be showing up somewhere, and Scorpion's already out, and we know Adrian's in or Morbius world, so you never know where who he might have been the only one in there. <laughs> it didn't and look very were, big. No, and they were going to move six more Flag Smashers in there. Yeah. So, you know, that little tiny raft, albeit probably has hundreds of tiny little cells, but they were moving six people in, and if Zemo's the only one there, he's got the pick of the litter. What was your favorite part of this episode? Uh, Sam. Um, Because everything that he was using, like, obviously we've seen in, you know, the beginning of the series and other movies, like, his the way he utilized the wings 
And the way he utilized the wings, especially in this episode, was amazing. Like, when he was fighting uh, Bartrock, or no, it was Carly, and he kind of used the wings as a stabilizer, like, hit the ground so he could stabilize. I'm like, that's awesome. And, like, he just used everything that he used to, I mean, everything that he utilized was amazing. So, everything that he was in, even Red Wing, we got Red Wing back. Multiple Red Wings. Yeah. And he was like, Red Wing, find someone, see if anyone has flight training. I was like, that is awesome. Like, it just scanned everyone. It was like, oh, yeah, she, you know, was an ex-pilot or whatever. So everything with Sam in the new suit was by far my favorite. And especially when he was holding Carly and he was coming down on the street, he looked like an angel. Yeah. Yeah, that was, I think that that was meant to. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, But like you said, uh, the dialogue was great. And then. That speech was amazing, and one of my other favorite parts was the Isaiah, um, Isaiah Bradley. Uh, yeah, that that was great. It was culmination. A, it was a great bookend to a story that needed to be explored, mm-hmm. and I thought that that was really good. We get to see a little more of Elijah, which setting yeah. up something in the future, I believe, Young Avengers. The utilization of Sam's suit was great. The helicopter scene was amazing, where he's you know closing the wind wings and diving through and knocking the flag smashers out um there's a scene where he kind of turns the wings into a, a shell yeah and I, hides behind that well he he saved the uh the police helicopter guy yeah when yeah, it was he took a helicopter knocked... off the wings yeah and then he like came down and then used it as a shield to save that guy i was like oh so the wakandans did some work on that uh they did a, a phenomenal job on his suit so. Well, as if you thought we were getting like the great value version of the Sam suit, you know, Wakandans put it the hundred percent into everything. Yeah. But um, even the fight with Batroc when he was fighting and using the shield, you know, he the fight choreography of this didn't make Sam look super powerful. They no. made him look like a human with an enhanced suit. And sometimes in, in superhero stuff, that kind of gets moved away, kind of like when arrows able to kick the crap out of, you know, Kryptonian bounty hunters or, or, you know, Mirakuru soldiers. But this guy, Sam, is fighting Batroc the Leaper, who is one of the best hand-to-hand combatants in, in Marvel history, and he's getting handled, but he's using the the repulsors on his mm-hmm. on his suit. He's using the shield. Use, the utilization of the shield was fantastic. The fact that, you know... The momentum that Sam used against Batroc was great. Same thing with Carly. Like you said, he used those as kind of kickstands and stabilizers. I thought that that was great. Uh, Sam's speech was my – literally everything that I have is Sam's speech Yeah, is my favorite because, again, it's it needed to be said. And the tone of the show was very similar to the tone of our world right now. And – they needed to say it, and I, I stand by what they said, and I loved it, and I'm very happy for it. But I will say the one thing that was, like, heartbreaking was Bucky going to tell Yuri. Yeah. I said it before, but, you know, I kind of wish they would have spent a little more time on Yuri's reaction because I just want to see, like, what happens next for Bucky. But the fact that we're getting possibly a season two or a movie that would feature these characters i'm here for it so let's go to some easter eggs and i only have five because i figured this is the finale we were just talking about our feelings about it um 
I'm not going to fight you is what Sam said to Carly. Mm-hmm. And Sam had some some great dialogue in here besides his speech, like when he told the helicopter pilot that he's earning this ass whooping. I thought that that was great. But <laughs> the I'm not going to fight you line is word for word what Steve said to Bucky when he was fighting him. I'm not going to fight you. I'm not going to fight you. You're going to have to kill me. Um, Agent Carter. You know, we have a new Agent Carter and that Sharon Carter. I thought that that was cool that they're like, welcome back, Agent Carter. We had never heard her be called that. It was like it was Agent Thirteen. It was Sharon, Agent Sharon, uh, nurse down the the hall, stuff like that. Neighbor down the hall. Uh, the end credit scene, like I said in the beginning, if you haven't seen it, it turns from the Falcon and the Winter Soldier to Captain America and the Winter Soldier, and I thought that that was a great passing of the torch. Even though we didn't get another passing of the torch with Joaquin Torres, I think that that's still going out there. And I think when we saw him reacting to Sam's speech, albeit through the radio. He, that's going to be the building blocks for him to turn those wings into something. Well, I was, I like, I watched that scene several times to see if we could see the wings in the background, like being hung up and he was working on it or whatever. So, I was, yeah, I was hoping like he might have been in the workshop and, you know, they were hanging from the rafters that he was like, you know, welding back together or doing any, you know, electrical work or whatever. But yeah, I was. Do we know that he has those powers, though, those abilities? Like, I thought he was just an intelligence guy. They didn't you know, really make him seem like he's no. like this tech guy. So you, like, never, maybe, you never know. Yeah, but wouldn't they want to like be like, oh, yeah, keep him. You know, you have experience building things. And maybe I'm missing something, but I think he might have sent them out somewhere or gave them to a friend. And maybe that friend's Riri Williams. And, you know, it's all tying together. Who knows? Maybe sure he took them and fixed them because they have – like a GPS tracker. I don't I don't know. Uh, so let's go to Sam's suit. We talked about it a little bit. Sam's suit, uh, at least the centerpiece, is identical to Steve Rogers' Winter Soldier suit, just mm-hmm. with different colors. You know, you, if you think about the suit where he's in the elevator and he's about to whoop all of Hydra's ass, he's got the, the navy blue suit, the silver star. He's got the three lines going upwards. That's an iconic suit. That's one of my actually one of my favorite Captain America suits. So it's great that they did this, but I want to focus on that chess piece again. Like I said, Chris Evans, Steve Rogers has the Silver Star and three stripes. If you notice Sam, Sam has the Silver Star, two stripes. Maybe it was a blue star. Has a blue star, silver uh, two stripes. In my mind, this goes back to a reference that airmen do, and we know that Sam was an airman. It's called the missing man formation. So Sam is missing one of those stripes that appear to be flying upward because Sam in, in or because Sam says Steve is gone. Yeah. So like just a nice little homage to like the military background between Sam and, and Steve and Bucky and the fact that they're recognizing Captain America as being gone and saying, like, this is the tribute to you. And maybe that those two stripes just mean Sam and Bucky now. Yeah. So I thought that that was cool. And the final thing, we've got a creator spotlight at the end, the thank yous, a new one. Uh, Carlos Pacheco, or Pacheco, who is the designer of Sam Wilson's Captain America suit. Uh, Rick Remender, who is from Deadly Class. And Stuart Immonen, who are the creators of the comics where Sam Wilson became Captain America. And those are all the Easter eggs that I have for everybody today. I may have missed a lot, 
But this was a finale. This was mm-hmm. an episode I wanted to talk about and uh, spend a little less time on the Easter eggs, more on the breakdown of it. But this, uh, for me, unlike the big market media outlet that gave it a 5 out of 10, I'm giving this a 5 out of 5. Yes, definitely. Uh, the series, 5 out of 5. Yeah, um, this episode, 5 out of 5. The series, 5 out of 5. This was This was great. I wish it were an eight-episode run. I kind of wish this would have just took us up to a week before Loki, but I understand why. We've got a bunch of other content to to be streaming, but this was great. There's so many what-if questions that we could spend a whole episode on, but we will not because I will bring them up in Loki, and I'll bring them up in weird conversations throughout our podcast. <laughs> but that's it, man. We're going to get out of here. No Mephisto this episode, although it would have been great if Val's Mephisto. going to say it. Let's just pretend that she is for for the sake of this argument. But that's it. We're going to get out of here. We'll be back on Wednesday where we are going to be breaking down Mortal Kombat. I have watched it. Chuck has not, but he will have watched it. And um, we're going to review that and talk about the future of the, the Mortal Kombat franchise if it happens. And then listen to Galaxy Wars every Monday. We are going to be breaking down the Falcon and Winter Soldier in an hour form. So we're going to be talking the whole series this upcoming monday and then follow us on social media the active geek wherever you find social media is at and you can find us on podcast directories wherever we're at and uh yeah we'll be back on wednesday for the active geek podcast i'm jim i am chuck and we are out